Armed men killed two protesters during demonstrations against the police shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin. Kate McKinnon's Tiger King show is officially coming to NBC. And BuzzFeed News White House reporter Katia Goba is here to talk about the RNC so far and what it's signaling for the general election campaign. The date, August 26, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Hey, everyone. I'm Hayes Brown. And I'm Casey Rackham. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock. Uh, before we dive in, uh, we don't have much in terms of updates about Hurricane Laura, except it seems really bad right now. Uh, it just got upgraded to a Category 4 storm once it hits landfall later tonight after this episode goes up. So if you're in the area, please evacuate if, it, if you're told to, please. Let's dive into today's top stories. Here's what you need to know. The second night of the Republican National Convention featured all of the through-the-looking-glass vibes of the first with a bonus sprinkling of ethics violations. Former Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi spoke out against nepotism and corruption in her speech. Why should there be one standard for the elite political class and another set of rules for the rest of us? When millions of Americans voted for Donald Trump, they knew he'd be different. It was an ironic choice to have Bondi give that speech for a few reasons. First being that Donald Trump donated $25,000 to Bondi's re-election campaign when she was considering investigating Trump University. The investigation never went forward. Second, because immediately after her on the speaking list was the president's youngest daughter, Tiffany. And third, because her speech focused on the allegations against Joe Biden and his son Hunter that Trump was impeached for pursuing. But that wasn't the biggest ethical breach last night. Broadly speaking, under the Hatch Act, federal officials aren't allowed to campaign using federal property or funds. But last night, there were three major examples of that being ignored. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo addressed the convention while on an overseas trip. I'm Mike Pompeo. I'm speaking to you from beautiful Jerusalem, looking out over the old city. I have a big job as Susan's husband and Nick's dad. Susan and Nick are more safe and their freedoms more secure because President Trump has put his America First vision into action. It may not have made him popular in every foreign capital, but it's worked. The president also watched as acting Secretary of Homeland Security Chad Wolf conducted a naturalization ceremony. Mr. President, I want to again commend you for your dedication to the rule of law and for restoring integrity to our immigration system. Thank you for hosting such a patriotic celebration here at the White House today. And President Trump issued a pardon to Joe Ponder, a former bank robber who turned his life around. So now I'd like to invite John's wife, Jamie, to join us as I grant John, I'm not sure you know this, a full pardon. The White House said last night that the naturalization ceremony was official business that just happened to have the public footage used during the convention. And White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows defended the choice this morning in conversation with Politico. Nobody outside of the Beltway really cares. They expect that Donald Trump is going to promote Republican values, and they would expect that Barack Obama, when he was office, that he would do the same for Democrats. And so, uh, listen, this is a lot of hoopla that's being made uh, about things, mainly because the convention has been so unbelievably successful. Moving on, last night in Kenosha, Wisconsin, two people are dead and another wounded after a confrontation between protesters and an armed group of civilians. The demonstrators were on the streets protesting the shooting of Jacob Blake earlier this week. 
A police officer shot the 29-year-old in the back seven times as he was attempting to get into his car. And according to his family, he may never walk again as a result. Here's his sister, Leticia, addressing a press conference yesterday. This is nothing new. I'm not sad. I'm not sorry. I'm angry. Mm. And I'm tired. Mm. I haven't cried one time. I stopped crying years ago. Mm. I am numb. I have been watching police murder people that look like me for years. Details are still coming in, but here's what we know about last night's shooting as we're recording this. It occurred after a confrontation at a gas station between protesters and a group of armed men who said they were there to protect it from vandalism. A local militia had put out a call on Facebook to defend the city from, quote, evil thugs, but it's unclear if their group was responding to that message. Still also unclear how the confrontation began, but as BuzzFeed News reported, a video shared on social media shows a man carrying a rifle and running down a street as protesters follow him. As he falls to the ground, he fires multiple shots into the crowd. The sound of other gunshots can also be heard from elsewhere. The armed man is then seen walking down the street towards a police car with his hands in the air as armored trucks pass by him. So at the time of reporting this, I'm unclear. Has that man been arrested? That's, I don't know. I mean, I'm seeing reports on Twitter going around that they've identified a person, that he's been arrested uh, in Illinois after fleeing the state of Wisconsin, but that has not been confirmed as far as I've seen yet. And as ever, I wait for BuzzFeed News to check up on that before saying that anything is confirmed because they are very dedicated to getting it right. Yes, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's incredibly heartbreaking and, yes, numbing to listen to Leticia talk about her brother. I mean, this is what she's seen. This is what she's seeing. And how could she not be numb in this situation? Right. Uh, gosh. And going back to the RNC the other night, I, I just want to highlight for our listeners that no matter what Mark Meadows says, it is a pretty big deal that the federal government is being used to try and push the president to reelection because it's something it's an obvious unfair advantage. You can't use the federal government forces to try and push your election if you're not already in office. And that's what the Hatch Act is supposed to be for. It's supposed to make it more of an even playing field so that you don't turn like the Secretary of State into just someone who's talking about how great you are all the time. It's it's supposed to be a pretty clear line between Trump the candidate and Trump in the office of the presidency. And they're just working as hard as they can to blur that line. Hayes, let me tell you, I cannot wait to get through my next section so that we can talk to Kadia because the RNC has just been a wild trip. I completely agree. Okay, Casey, you're up. So this is fun. We're going to have a Tiger King battle royale on our TV soon with NBC confirming that Kate McKinnon will be playing wildlife advocate Carol Baskin in an upcoming series. McKinnon has been reportedly involved with the project since March, but now it's official, official. The show will be a nonfiction take on the feud between Baskin and semi-legal zoo owner Joe Exotic. Not only will McKinnon be playing Baskin, she's also set to be an executive producer. NBC said yesterday that the six-episode miniseries, which has the working title Joe Exotic, will be released on NBC's broadcast network, the cable channel USA, and its streaming service Peacock. The McKinnon vehicle will be competing for viewers with a show we talked about what feels like forever ago, an eight-episode show being produced by CBS starring Nicolas Cage as exotic. I mean, I can't even, I forgot that happened, but it's happening. (laughs) But uh, both shows have the perfect place to shoot available to them. A judge awarded Baskin ownership of Joe Exotic Zoo in May, but the current owner says it's been shut down for good. 
Instead, he says he's opening a new park that will, quote, be a private film set for Tiger King related television content for cable and streaming services. <laughs> I, I want to make fun of him for having such a niche sort of like idea business plan for this new park except it clearly is a good one at this point (laughs) (laughs) it is a good one you know i'm a little bit nervous though it's like you know yes i'm excited to see nicholas cage as joe exotic yes i'm excited to see uh kate mckinnon as carol baskin but i will tell you i'm a little bit nervous because uh carol baskin as as we've seen from the show and just the news she's extremely litigious Mm -hmm. and uh this seems this seems like a potential money maker for her so we'll see we'll see also why don't they just combine forces why isn't nicholas cage as joe exotic <laughs> yeah, and kate mckinnon Wait, could you imagine because that's too much that's too much energy that's too much power, <laughs> like star power that's too much haze you can't have nicholas cage and kate mckinnon in the same thing oh which i think we should i really <laughs> I think, think we, we definitely should, should. <laughs> okay after this break we've got buzzfeed news white house reporter kadia goba on what to expect from the trump campaign after this wild rnc be right back Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com/slash 2022. Hi, I'm Robert Sex Reese, host of the Dr. Sex Reese Show. And every episode, I listen to people talk about their sex and intimacy issues. And yes, I despise every minute of it. I yeah. mean, she, she made mistakes too, right? That's I mean, true. She, she did she, kill everyone at her wedding. But hell is real. We're all trapped here. And there's nothing any of us can do about it. So join me, won't you? Listen to the Dr. Sex Reese Show every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that a success story. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Welcome back. The Republican National Convention is only half over, but already it's been a surreal mix of Trumpian showmanship and dire warnings about what a Joe Biden administration will mean for America. And with the election 10 weeks away, it's all feeling like just a warm up. Today, we're lucky to be talking to BuzzFeed News White House reporter Kadia Goba about the RNC and what it will mean for the general election. Thanks for joining us, Kadia. Oh, thank you, Hayes. Thanks for having me. So far, we've had a pretty wild time, even with some of the speeches pre-recorded and no audience for most of them. So who would you say is the audience for all of this? Who are the Republicans targeting? Oh, his the majority, his base, right? Like he just wants to reinforce everything he's been, he's been saying for the past three and a half years. But, you know, this whole criminal, this pivot to criminal justice reform and the weird naturalization ceremony we saw, I think that he wants to target like people 
teetering or straddling between like voting for him or not voting for him amid this whole all the racial injustice um, protests that are going on right now to prove to people, hey, look, I'm not a racist. You should actually vote for me. Look, I do believe in, you know, a better, diverse America. The Republicans promised a more uplifting and optimistic view during their convention than the Democrats. Is that what we've been seeing? Yes. So by positive, they may have been talking about like all the accolades they gave to President Trump. I mean, if any of your listeners were tuned in, they saw that the speakers gave lots of praise to the president. And um, some would say it was a little bit over the top and perhaps delusional after polling suggests that many Americans feel like he mishandled the pandemic response. Um, I'd say it almost felt like we were no longer in a pandemic. In fact, if anyone tuned in, they saw Larry Kudlow totally, which is like the director of National Economic Council, right? Pretty important guy in terms of like uh, the, the nation recovering after this pandemic. He spoke about the pandemic in as if it were in the past tense. He uses past tense when he talked about it. So, and then obviously there is a lot of, beating up on Biden. I mean, what you would expect, but it's very dark, I'd say. It's um, his approach to striking fear with people who might want to vote for um, Biden. It's, It's weird in a sense because they're painting him as this extremely progressive person or candidate that wants to, like, take away all your rights. And many Democrats understand that this is like a very centrist Democrat, um, but Joe Biden. Um, so it, it, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a weird approach and it teeters on dark during the um, convention for sure. So you mentioned the pandemic. Uh, First Lady Melania Trump spoke last night and she was one of the few speakers to actually acknowledge the coronavirus and the death that it's caused. Our lives have changed drastically. The invisible enemy COVID-19 swept across our beautiful country and impacted all of us. My deepest sympathy goes out to everyone who has lost a loved one, and my prayers are with those who are ill or suffering. I know many people are anxious and some feel helpless. I want you to know you're not alone. Why do you think that is? Yeah, so I've been thinking about this. I want to preface this by saying reporters are given a preview of the speeches um, up to about an hour before. That didn't happen last night, even though Tim Scott, the night before, the South Carolina senator, filled the same slot and we did receive his speech. So it's unclear if this was planned her, you know, like um, acknowledging uh, victims of the coronavirus. It's unclear if this was planned or based on feedback that the campaign was maybe hearing or reports for not acknowledging the victims and the first responders of the pandemic. So I I can't, I can't really tell. So (laughs) it could have been like a last minute surprise, which would like make no sense. But like every kind of sense, if you consider how they've handled the convention um, in terms of the coronavirus. So I I can't really tell if this was planned or not. But it was, you know, she got a lot of she got a lot of praise for for like, you know, being the single person that pointed that out. And apparently none of the attendees at Melania's speech at the Rose Garden were tested for coronavirus. Is that something the White House has addressed as a problem? 
Yeah, no, they haven't. In fact, <laughs> it's extremely controversial considering that every time a reporter is in the presence of Trump at the White House, we have to get tested. Um, and when we walk into a room with him, we have to get our temperatures checked. So, and then I also saw conflicting reports on this. Um, the daily, a reporter from the Daily Caller said that everyone was tested, but that's a very, a very Trump friendly, um, outlet. But then he said that around 11 o'clock, but then you saw like a 2 a.m. report from CNN that basically, well, actually they got statements from Melania Trump's, uh, a spokesperson that said, yeah, a portion of the people weren't tested. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, there's been no clarity since, and it's a, a bit alarming. Moving on to the rest of the RNC, what do we have to look forward to over the next two nights? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <laughs> I definitely think we'll hear more of the same. Sadly, um, I was on a press call earlier this morning and Tim Murtalk, the spokesperson for the campaign, said um, you're going to hear a lot about um, American military and law enforcement today. So that should be interesting following what's going on in in the Midwest right now with the sh- um, shooting and subsequent protests. I think we'll just see a lot of the same. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing what's going to happen during, like, if this hurricane is as bad as they expect it to be, it's going to be really interesting where the president gives his speech, if people are going to attend, if it's going to be weird in the moment after, like, an entire area is being, like, decimated and he's given this, like, vote for me speech. That'll be interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing that and I'm looking forward to seeing how they talk about the pandemic going forward after so much criticism on how they've handled it so far. So, Katia, what would you say has been the wildest moment to you so far of the RNC? And do you think that moment will be topped? Okay, I think the naturalization thing was crazy because this is a person that has been actively limiting immigration to the country. So to kind of see on display someone from West Africa, someone from uh, Latin America, like five people trying to become citizens just like put on display in front of America to kind of say like, Hey, like, you know, I support this thing, which is interesting because no president before him actually thought otherwise. He's the one that keeps like talking about like, you know, like we should like close down our borders, etc. And you know, he's the one that talks about anti-immigration. Um, that was pretty crazy. And I got a point to the Larry Kudlow thing, like that he talked about the pandemic in the past tense. It's extremely jarring. And for people not totally paying attention, it is very misleading. You know, they're tired of hearing about the pandemic, right? So yeah, a lot of revisionist stuff going on. And it's interesting that the black guy who was pardoned, the person, the only black person that got that kind of airtime during the RNC happened to be a black person who was talking about like their criminal past. It really puts in perspective, into perspective where this administration sees people of color, especially black Americans who happen to be the people that are getting shot by law enforcement. So 
I'll leave you with that. Right. That was John Ponder. We talked about him earlier in the show. I said on Twitter the other night that I guessed that the president would pardon fully or promote a military officer whose war crimes he's pardoned before. So that's my guess. I'm putting that out there as my guess for the crazy that we'll see tonight. That's good. I'm also, you know, wouldn't it be funny if we saw him live from the situation room tomorrow oh my with like gosh. swirling in the background like oh, no. blue and red scenes of the hurricane like come on oh like. wow great television <laughs> horrible for the country but wow wow <laughs> i gotta give that credit to uh, uh matt berman who kind of threw that out there i was like wow yeah <laughs> possibilities all right once all of this is over the general election is officially on how much of this convention is a preview for how the re-election campaign will go yeah i don't think it's going to change much i think you're going to see the same rhetoric from 2016 that has been in the white house for the past three and a half years i don't think i don't think they plan very well i think they figure wow this businessman got into office by um, energizing the specific base, let's just key into that base and try to bring some more maybe suburban moms along the way who are convinced that their 401ks did well because of Trump and that he's not a racist because he um, naturalized five people in front of everybody the other day. All right. Well, Kadia, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you so much for taking the time and good luck with covering the rest of this uh, event. We'll call it an event. <laughs> Welcome. That's today's show. Join us tomorrow as we see if Kadia's predictions were right. And remember, Hurricane Laura looks bad. Please evacuate if they tell you to. Please, please, please get out of its way. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. Help us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock. From Cavalry Audio comes the new true crime podcast, The Shadow Girls. I grew up near the banks of the Green River and in the shadow of the killer that bears its name. Prosecutors described him as a serial killer savant. But this podcast isn't only about tracking down the killer. It's about the victims. We stayed in the woods. He always liked to go to the woods. Listen to The Shadow Girls on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL fans, nothing compares to being there live. What a play! Now the crowd is alive. And the NFL's biggest season ever is now ready for the postseason. It's playoff time. We got to win. NFL playoff tickets are on sale now. Don't miss your chance to be a part of the postseason action on the road to Super Bowl 56. Visit NFL.com slash tickets for a complete listing of games. That's NFL.com slash tickets. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.